Diana, Coletta and joining through a call Lorraine. Next on Dial Pod. No belief in virtual money. Please don't tell me that my money is on a screen. Do you think forex trading is gambling? Although most people say that it's not gambling, mm-hmm. but my thought on gambling is you, it's like you try to, you're not sure of the outcome. So you're mm-hmm. there waiting for mm-hmm. something to happen. So, and when you look how foreign forex trading works, it's mm-hmm. almost the same concept. So if you'd ask me, I'll say that Forex trade is a sort of gambling thing. Ah, Lorraine, what do you think? It's it's a form of gambling. I mean, you uh-huh. you, you take risks, you place money, uh-huh. it's a win. So uh, it's, it's a form. I think it's a form of gambling. Gambling. Even you, Coletta, you do support that forex trading is gambling. Well, I don't really support. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think forex trading, sometimes there are chances where you calculate your loss or your profit. For example, the triangle scheme in forex, um, where -hmm. you're able to calculate uh, what if I, I, I change my Kenyan to... Tanzanian at this time, will it give me like profit? Will it give me a loss? So I'd not say, I, I wouldn't say we are taking chances there because clearly when we calculate, they're giving us like a way that we can get profits or not. Yeah, yeah, and it does. It does and you will know when you're going to get a profit and when you're going to get a loss. So okay. you are doing Because apart from the fact that you check the peak season and off peak season you know it mm-hmm. can be peak season but doesn't mean that the rates can't go down at any time so mm-hmm. maybe you might place your money there having mm-hmm. hopes that you will get profit out of it but having hopes you agree <laughs> now you do Ah, okay. So I have a question, no? ladies. Okay, let l- let me start with you, Lorena. If now I come and I try to convince you to put your money on day trade forex trading, will you put your money on it? No, hell no. <laughs> I am not putting. I am. I have no belief in virtual money. Please don't tell me that my money is on a screen. My money should be in my pocket. Not on a screen, no. Wait, you can't even do your money in like in the bank. (laughs) In my defense, in my defense, a bank wouldn't tell me to like. Oh, it would. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) It is literally not my money back to its bank, but it's uh, no, you know. I feel like that money in the bank is, is totally different because I have an ATM card to like access it. Is that the point? Yeah. Like, but still, it's much of money. money. <laughs> My money is literally hanging on a lifeline at a, if, if, if the rest go down or up, I, 
how is my money conditioned? <laughs> director, director, would you put your money on for 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 foreign trading? Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take that risk. Honestly, I'd rather have my like a thousand bob or whatever money I have, and I know it's constant. Uh-huh. You know, okay, there are chances of getting profits, uh-huh. but there are also chances of remaining with one bob out of that a thousand bob. Me, uh-huh. I would for the simple uh-huh. reason that I don't believe forex is gambling, so I would. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ah, okay. So once you do that, please let us know how it goes. Maybe you will change our perspective because also for oh, me, I hell no. To you, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I can literally convince you to like putting your money in like a virtual account. Mm-hmm. With the promise of it growing, and you like fall for it. Coletta, as long as it's a good deal. <laughs> Coletta, you can respond to that. Okay. Um, as I said before, mm-hmm. for me, I believe um you can calculate um this uh what are they called uncertainties. You mm-hmm. really can know. Um, how to maneuver the triangle to get a profit and how not to maneuver so that you can evade a loss. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if this cash is virtual or not. As long as I'm mm-hmm. making a profit, then then I'm winning. Kaleta, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. So now, since you believe in uh, forex trading, uh, let's go to a, another form of cryptocurrencies, bitcoins, right? So in bitcoins, you can mine bitcoins, and uh, people claim to have uh, made lots of money from bitcoins, right? But now mm-hmm. my question is this: This who who actually who actually invented bitcoin because? They're not really sure who exactly invented Bitcoin. And if it's such a good legal thing, why has no one come forward and said, yo, you know what? I'm the jig who invented Bitcoin if it's such a legal thing. So for me, what would you say to anyone who actually wants to mine Bitcoin? Coletta, would you also advise them to mine Bitcoin? Um, well... I have done some research and, um, you know, Bitcoin mining is kind of detrimental to the environment. It's not uh-huh. really sustainable because of CO2 emission. Uh-huh. So I really don't, um, I, I don't, uh, I don't see the future of Bitcoin. <laughs> Sorry to say, uh-huh. I wouldn't, myself, I wouldn't do Bitcoin. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, if I were asked, because of the sustainability issues, it's either um, the CO2 is reduced or it's done away with because it's it's detrimental. Lorraine Mumbe, would you go to the world of Bitcoin? <laughs> I am not an environmentalist. I have no idea. Oh, come on, I honestly, 
I have but, no idea. But, but for you, when it comes to cryptocurrencies, this is a no-go zone. <laughs> I just want my money safe. If there's a guarantee that I literally can access my money anytime I want, without calculations or whatever, uh-huh. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I... No, I can't. Director? I'm trying to look at it differently. Mm-hmm. But no... No. Director. Okay. Honestly, no. But if someone would want to take that risk, I would stop them. Because for me, yeah. I don't think Bitcoin is something bad. But, you know, me, my only problem is the fact that it's like I'm gambling with my money. Today, I'll yeah. sleep a millionaire. Tomorrow, I hear the Bitcoin rates have gone to negative. Like, I I can't even die before I wake up. I can't can't even take that. Honestly, gambling with my assets, no. Yeah, that's a joke. And actually, what what advice can you give to these people? Okay, I know all of you at one point on your social media life, because everyone here is on social media, we on Instagram accounts. And I'm certain you've got a DM from these crypto guys, right? Like, mm-hmm. put your money here, invest here, we'll show you how you gain profits. So actually, what advice can you give to people who get such messages? Mm-hmm. I can't take it from a person, especially someone I don't know. You know, maybe you can convince me that I can, I can do Forex and all that. But mm-hmm. a total stranger out of nowhere, they mm-hmm. just post screenshots and they're like, oh, I got millions out of this. Yes. <laughs> 70,000 a month yeah. dollars. <laughs> then today they got so what? Just get your money, leave me. <laughs> that made me actually believe that um, Forex is not um, gambling. Uh-huh. was um, this financial unit we took in, uh, in school. Mm-hmm. And you can see the steps, like how you get to a profit, how you get to a loss. So I don't yeah. think they do that for sport better. I've never seen somewhere where they go to school and they teach you how to bet and win. No, mm-hmm. but they do that for Forex. That means it's something legit. Okay, now my question is this. What advice would you give to anyone, more so young people? Because, you know, we love, we love free money <laughs> or easy money. So what advice would you give to a young person who has got a DM from a total stranger urging them to hire them to help them, you know, in Forex trading? Um, okay, for me, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd advise such a person uh, not to, to do it first because this is something very risky. Yeah. And you have to take very calculated moves if you want mm-hmm. to make it. So mm-hmm. go to school, take 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 a class on forex, and you will surely know how to maneuver, you know, towards a profit. Because people have done it, and people do forex like legit. People are not yeah. employed forex, and they get money. Hmm. Lorraine, Mombe, I do not know what happened to hard work pays. <laughs> I have no idea. Like people literally have no belief. I am a believer of working for your money. I'm not saying that 
Bitcoin ama cryptocurrencies people don't work but actually uh, literally being involved in an activity as in mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how to phrase it but um if you feel that's the way if like you can get convinced of course like kolata like if you're convinced and you just see like it's the way for to go for you and you want to do it do it but as kolata said that I agree with what she said take a class at least find um i don't know have a little knowledge of of the same don't just get into it so actually on the topic of classes kolata you have classes which train someone on how to do you know forex trading yeah it's um yeah i'm sure there are professional classes but for us we took it on a unit called an international finance Mm-hmm. and they forex in that unit so okay um, for someone like me who haven't done business so the short classes right yeah mm, okay so whoever is listening to this take some classes and actually on the matter of profits coletta i do understand your one person who is very interested in the shipping uh, industry right Yes. So how profitable is shipping business? Um I'd say shipping is quite profitable because um from uh first of all from a report um by IMO International Maritime mm-hmm. shipping accounts for 90% of um the world's trade because mm-hmm. you know most of the goods are shipped either mm-hmm. by air or by sea. that's shipping so mm-hmm. for me i'd say it's it's the backbone of the economy because mm-hmm. without shipping then what are we trading we cannot trade what is in our country is not even sufficient so this is a very profitable business people want drugs people want um goods from abroad yes mm-hmm. yes and even there's something that even happened this year to show how essential shipping is and how profitable you see when um this this evergreen um marine ever given ship uh, mm-hmm. got in the sand in in march mm-hmm. you see how many, how many losses were made yeah 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 just because of this one ship um so this just shows how profitable shipping is so wait has a more profitable future when it comes to plane shipment and uh, marine shipment according um, to you according to you according to me mm-hmm. i'd say both of them because both of them support global trade um there there are things that air can do and ships cannot do there are things that ships can do like carry bulk and air cannot carry bulk but we we, we know that ships take um weeks to travel so you know they cannot beat air when it comes to speed so i'd say none has a more profitable fish than the other darling we want we want a winner here lorraine you can respond to that question in direct us so which one which one do you think has a more profitable future when it comes to shipping planes or ships uh, okay honestly i'd agree with her cause mm-hmm. you see like planes they see they have a maximum 
weight, like weight, yeah. maybe above 20 kilos, we can't transport that. So both of them have a future because there are people who do small shippings and they mm-hmm. want them fast. And there are people who do bulk. And for the bulk people, unfortunately, they'll have to bear with the speed. So yeah. both but, of them have a future. But remember, them, we have some planes which are ready to carry some big boys, yo. <laughs> they can't carry containers. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they so, can't carry containers. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. so, depending on the size of your shipment, both yeah. of them are still in place. Okay. So ships, marine shipment is the winner, right? Okay, yeah, we can say marine because it can also carry the small luggages. So mm-hmm. Lorraine, I feel like the, it's dependent on the weight and the quantity being transported. So I feel like we both stand a chance. Mm-hmm. International Waters Collector is one place which really captivates me. What laws or rules apply there and who owns international waters? Can I live there? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know so much about international waters, but uh-huh. I know there are rules like um, we have the International Maritime Organization, IMO. It's an organization that drafts um, rules for maritime. There's a convention. There's a lot of... Um, In international rules. waters? Yes. There are rules, but no one who really owns international waters. Waters are not owned by any by country. anyone, any country. But so I, yeah, so I think I can. They don't have. They are not owned by anyone. But now different countries come together and make rules so that, you know, rules are just there so that things cannot go out of place. So those rules are just made to govern the what happens there. You know, maybe someone can just decide. Or since it's not owned by anyone, maybe I can place my ship there and decide to be living there. You get something like that. That was my thinking. I can I, I can buy a yacht and you know head for international waters, no taxes, nothing. <laughs> you see, no, rules are there for people like you. We had rules there. I was like, now if life gets so hard over here, just buy a yacht, go and live in international waters. <laughs> and surprisingly, there is a law that applies. Okay, this is in... work. The thing, generally speaking, the law of the sea stipulates that maritime countries essentially control their territorial waters from the shore out of. Uh, so uh, imagine those countries with access can control them, can control their waters. Ah, okay. So now I think I'll have to come to come up with a different dream because I thought of, you know, relocating there. <laughs> <laughs> Take permission.